Welcome to this week's episode of SDI Encounters, a podcast on spiritual direction and spiritual companionship. I'm Larry J. Morris III. Thank you for listening. Learn more about our work and the work of spiritual direction and spiritual companionship on our website, sdicompanions.org. In this week's episode, I am in conversation with Matt Whitney, and I talk about how I came to find the SDI community, my work with SDI, and the role of spiritual companionship and social action. Larry, um, <laughs> we've been talking for a while, so it's, it's hard to fake that, like, hey, right. it's Larry, <laughs> hi. <laughs> Um, but thank you for for uh, for making the time to have this conversation with me. It's really just an opportunity for uh, people listening and the SDI community to get to know you a little bit. Uh, your uh, how you came to SDI. So thanks. Yeah, it is good to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I mean we're so grateful. I am so grateful to have your help, uh, Larry. You've been working for us as a production assistant on the creative team. Uh, you started, I believe, in early November. It's been, it's been a few months now. Uh, you've been a, a tremendous help to us. And uh, maybe just tell us a little bit about, you know, what kinds of things you've been doing for us, what you've been working on, how that's been going for you. Yeah, well, thank you again. It is really good to be here and to work with uh, SDI as the production assistant. Um, so some of the things I've done um, have been helping with some of the the media um, with web presence and um, connections, the online portions of of those publications. I've also done some social media stuff. So I've had an opportunity to put some graphics online and to engage our online social media community, Um, really good people there. So that's been good. And I also had some, um, had a hand in helping with the public square, making sure that folks were able to get online and get connected um, and enjoy really good, meaningful conversations in that particular platform. Yeah, so you've been covering a lot of ground for us already, uh, you know, helping us, you know, produce connections and presence, not just the online versions, um, but, you know, um, all our different formats. So working in Adobe Creative Suite and InDesign and Photoshop, to you know, produce our PDF versions, um, as well as our our web versions in, in WordPress, and yeah, and thank you for for naming the the work you're doing on our social media and our new online community platform, and really the uh, the impetus for that is that you have a background as uh, in digital marketing, and it reminds me that we did a webinar last summer on this very topic. <laughs> Um, tell us a little bit about your experience as a, as a digital marketer and working with social media. Yeah, so I originally, a long time ago, I went to school for, um, for marketing and really digital, digital work. Um, but at that time, I did not finish that degree because I could not figure out how that work connected with community um, and was able to help and to support people. And so I did a lot of work in, you know, communities as an organizer and kind of more um, kind of face-to-face with community members. But I missed the creative part of the marketing aspect. Um, and so I was able to kind of come around to see how digital marketing can actually help an organization connect with their customers and their clients, um, 
and really how marketing can build community. Um, and so like these digital spaces that we have, like how do we use this digital space in ways that build relationship? Um, you know, I think digital spaces can also help us with some of these barriers that may be in between communities. Um, you know, and really just being strategic around um, creating that space and letting people know about the good work that organizations are doing, particularly like SDI, right? The resources that SDI has, um, how can we let other folks know about all of these different resources in the community that you all have built over the years um, and the community that you all are still building, so. Yeah, it's really important to us in, uh, in regards to sharing the work of spiritual direction and companionship uh, in as broad a way as possible. Um, and also, yeah, uh, kind of helping redeem some of these social media communities and, and making them uh, making them more, more hospitable, you know, and building relation, meaningful relationships through them, not just selling products, you know, things like that. Um, so yeah, that was a really important piece to, you know, your portfolio and the things that you're helping us with. Uh, and just really glad to be able to bring you on as production assistants. Um, but you and I met at the Renaissance 2021 conference uh, online. And so you had already been involved with SDI. Um, how did you come to find SDI and, and what was your motivation for, for joining this organization? Yeah, so I, I originally found SDI years ago when I was looking for a spiritual director, a spiritual companion. Um, and I think at the same time, I was also discerning if I was called to be a spiritual director or a spiritual companion. So, you know, I was like, well, what organizations are out there, um, you know, that talk about the work of spiritual direction and spiritual companionship? So that's when I originally met um, SDI, like through Google search <laughs> and was able to kind of stay connected for a couple of years. Um, and then when I finally, finally like accepted like this call to become a spiritual director, um, I connected with the organization because I believe that relationships are important. And I know that, you know, just because I finally accepted this call to spiritual direction does not mean that other people have not been doing the work. And I really wanted to connect with folks who have already been doing the work. And so SCI has been a really good resource um, for me. Um, and then I found out about the conference, the 2021 conference. And so I was really excited to be with you all, you know, online in that space, um, to meet other spiritual directors and really to meet people um, in the community as opposed to just reading about, you know, stuff online. So that's how I found out about SCI. Yeah. That's wonderful. And I, I love how organically that happened for you. Yeah. What, um, how was that conference for you? It stands out for you. It was great. It was really, really good. So I was in the, I was in a spiritual direction program during that time. And so I, you know, I was with other folks who in some ways, I think all of us have already been doing, had already been doing the work for spiritual direction. We were in this kind of formal training program. Um, so I had like that community and then coming to the SDI conference expanded that community to, to people who have been doing this work like for years, right? Um, and not only in the U.S., but also abroad. Cool. Um, really glad to hear that. And, uh, and also you'll be at Santa Fe for the conference this year and you're doing a workshop. Can you tell us a little bit about the workshop that you are, that you are facilitating? 
Yes, yes, yes. I am co-facilitating a workshop on spiritual companionship and social action um, with my good friend and colleague, Reverend Sheila Spencer. And so we're going to look at the ways in which spiritual um, companions can accompany like this, this social action, right? And also look at the ways in which spiritual companionship has, I think in many ways, always been a part of social action, right? And so a big chunk of my work is um, is not seeing our spiritual lives apart from our embodied embodiedness, right? That the ways in which we exist in the world um, also um, impact our spiritual lives and the ways in which we are received in the world also impacts our spiritual lives. And so the, the, the one of the goals of that particular workshop is to create space for people to talk about how they have as spiritual companions um, supported the work of social action um, and also to think about new ways we can continue to, to support that work, right? And so we know that everybody may not be called to be on the front lines, right, um, of like social action, but there are other ways in which we can support people who are on the front lines of social actions, um, you know, through spiritual companionship or writing and things like that. So that's what we're gonna explore in that workshop. Wonderful. Engage 2022 is SDI's first hybrid annual conference. This means it can be experienced in person in Santa Fe, as well as digitally through live apps and recordings. Engage 2022 is about deep listening and the lasting change it can create. It is about engaging with our shadow to find light. And it is about bridge building in the service of love fostering engagement. Keynote presenters include Dr. Cornell West, Valerie Kaur, Father Greg Boyle, and more. Register now for SDI's 2022 annual conference at sdicompanions.org. This work of spiritual companionship and, and social justice is, is really important and near and dear to a lot of our hearts. And I know that it is for you, you you're doing this workshop, you uh, just wrote about this uh, in an article for Connections. Um, and it's a big part of your, your work as a spiritual director. Um, people who work as spiritual directors and companions, they want to help. They want to bring these, these giftings and these services to, to people who are doing really difficult work, um, you know, fighting for uh, equality and, and justice and flourishing for all people. You know, we often, people often don't know what that is or that it exists, right? Um, how, how does an activist know that there's spiritual direction and, and where to go look? Um, and I just want to kind of ask that broadly of you, um, how, how do we do that work? I don't think that we can just offer our services without being in relationship with people. And I know that may even sound weird to say, but I just always resist like this urge that that some of us have when we when we want to help and we have giftings to help people that we just want to like, just this is the gift that I have without any kind of relationship building. Um, so I think it starts with relationships um, and building relationships with organizations or individuals, activists. Um, and then spiritual direction for me, it really is about, and spiritual companionship is a place for deep listening, right? Um, and even my experience as a community organizer, 
I did not have a lot of spaces, well, many spaces that I could be listened to where I didn't have to perform, right? And so um, I think acknowledging that spiritual companionship is a place that activists and people who are on the front lines of, of whatever work they're doing, social actions, they don't have to perform, right? They can just be in this space in ways that are helpful for them um, to talk about the questions that are arising for them, right, um, in those spaces, to think about how the divine is moving or not, right, in those spaces, to reflect on how they are showing up in whatever spaces they're in. Um, and so that's that's how I see spiritual companionship and spiritual direction with frontline workers um, and even clergy, right? Even as, some, you know, clergy often don't have spaces just to be and to question um, God or the divine or their spiritual lives or whatever. Um, so I, it's really a holy space for me for people to to not perform. And sometimes it takes people a while to get there. You know, you're so used to doing work and performing, you know, but to to wrestle with, to question, to dance with, or to speak aloud, things that they may not feel comfortable speaking aloud in other places. Um, and this non-judgmental kind of, not kind of, this non-judgmental safe space. Yeah. I mean, what an important thing to offer to people and to hold that space. And, you know, just listening to you, I hear the value in it uh, and the healing that can happen. I'm going to just kind of go out on a limb and be a little bit vulnerable and play a little bit of a devil's advocate. But um, so I am a, a white, cis, gendered male, and I believe in racial justice, like big, and I support it big time. Right. But um, but I'm not necessarily going to go to and I would not recommend this like as a, a white spiritual director, like going reaching out to Black Lives Matter and saying, like, hey, I'm a spiritual director, and uh, if you need somebody, just let me know, right? Um, so, and I imagine that, you know, I think there are a lot of people in our community who are asking that question of themselves, like how to help without necessarily sort of stepping in it, you know, like being in, in an awkward way without doing that relationship building first. Um, and, and maybe that's the crux of it is instead of like saying like, this is what I do and let me know if I can offer that. Maybe rather just turning that around and saying, how can I help? And it, and it might not be spiritual companionship right away, right? It's like, it might be like, donate money, you know, go talk about it with your, with your white communities and you know, things like that. But when I share that with you, like, what is your, what is your response to me or to somebody who is asking these kinds of questions of how to be of service? So my initial response, you hear that towards the end of your, of things possibly to do. My initial response is to offer finances or money, right, to um, organizations, but also to do the work that needs to be done in your own community. So like as a white person, there's spaces where white people are gathering and also wrestling with what does it mean to um, be about the work of, of to be anti-racist and things like that. And so I think that sometimes when we look at, if we look at Black Lives Matter, for example, we think that there's only work to do in the black community, um, but there's also work to do in other communities. And so do the work in your own community, right? Like what work, how can you hold space as a white male, cisgender male in 
like white communities. And that is still a part of being anti-racist and doing that work. And so that's always kind of my kind of go-to. Um, and I, I feel the same way in conversations around like, like queer and non-queer folks, right? That, you know, there's, there's always work to do in the communities that we find ourselves in instead of trying to go to this other outside community, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah good. And it's a really, really good point um, to sort of, instead of looking outside, you know, to sort of look within and look around in our immediate vicinity. And, and you know, I, I think also just to note that there are lots of causes in the world, uh, lots of ways to be of service. Uh, I'm not even going to list the litany of injustices and bad things in the world. I'm sure, if you're listening, you have something on your heart and uh, something that really jumps out for you. And to start there by listening there and discerning on that. I also wanted to note that we did a webinar in the fall on white privilege in spiritual direction and spiritual companionship. And, you know, if you are a spiritual director who identifies as white, that is a really great place to start. That uh, we made that series free. The recordings are available on our website, and I, I cannot recommend enough that you take the time to work through some of that material. Uh, just is a very good uh, place to begin uh, thinking about this work uh, in regards to ra racial justice. Larry, is there anything else on your heart? Anything else that you would like to share that I, we haven't talked about? One thing that you did mention that I think is helpful is even with the white privilege webinars, like we all have our own work to do. And I think as spiritual companions and spiritual directors, it's to make sure that we're also doing our own internal work or whatever work that is as we help others, as we walk with others. And so I'm like, I have a spiritual director because I know <laughs> that I also need spiritual direction, right? And so as much as we give our gifts to other people, I think it's important for us to accept, you know, the gifts and graces of others as well. It's a really important point and you know, a vital one that we cannot continually give and give of ourselves before we get drained and be burned out. And we have to, we have to replenish that, that spiritual well and, and take care of ourselves. Yeah, the last thing I think I want to share, something that I'm noticing as, as we are talking, uh, is this theme of relationships and it feels like a thread that is running through our conversation in regards to your work as a digital marketer and your approach to social media and our, our public square platform and also, you know, social activism, social justice work. And, you know, we did our Find Your Niche webinar. And I think the crux of that webinar was that, you know, I think people came to it with a sense of, how do I get more clients? You know, how do I market my spiritual direction practice in a way that will bring more people in? Like, what are some practical tools? But I think the most practical tool that I hear from you is to just be in relationship with people. And, you know, that the marketing and the, the that stuff is important, but, you know, set it aside too. And don't, don't make that the primary thing. Make the relationship part the primary thing. Yes, yes, I agree. Um, I think the marketing is helpful to deepen relationships or to begin relationships, but the work of spiritual direction is, is relational work, right? Relationship with 
the divine, with God, however you name um, or not the creator, your relationship with yourself and with community. When marketing is done well, digital marketing is done well, um, it, like I said, it, it helps to um, strengthen those relationships or build relationships um, as opposed to being, you know, a manipulative tool that some people use it as, but it really should be, in my opinion, about strengthening and building relationships. And so um, I think spiritual direction will be hard to do if you're not mindful of relationships. Every interaction we have with another being is an opportunity to practice our deep listening skills and our presence with others. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, Larry, you, you cover a lot of ground and you have a lot of different talents and a lot of communities that you operate in. And we are, I am personally just really grateful to have you being a part of the SDR community in all the different ways that, that, you, that you are showing up and helping us. So thank you. If you're enjoying this podcast and you wanna help us share and spread the word, about the life-giving practice of spiritual companionship, you can help us out by subscribing to this podcast through your favorite app. You could give us a like or even write us a review. Thank you for listening. This is Matt Whitney with Spiritual Directors International. Thanks again for listening. Your time and your presence here are deeply appreciated. If you liked this show and would like us to continue making them, please do subscribe now while it's fresh on your mind. Also, we would love to hear from you, so please feel free to send in your comments and suggestions to the email address podcast at sdiworld.org. SDI is the home of spiritual companionship. Learn more about us and our work on our website, sdicompanions.org.